0: Anyway, welcome anyway. back to the Kind Everywhere podcast. And what we have in store for you is this intro. Once again, we don't have an intro yet. We, <laughs> this is the fourth week uh, of this podcast. So we'll probably have no, it third. in.
1: This is the third episode.
0: Yeah, it's the third episode. It's the fourth week of yeah. this podcast being online. And, ah,
1: that's what you mean. Yeah, okay. that's right. So
0: congratulations, Meg. Bow. Or what do you call it in, in, <clears throat> uh, in olden curtsy? Not only women curtsy. Um, Whatever <gasps> curtsy that thing is.
1: Everything.
0: Whatever this action is. The, the male version of curtsy. Anyway, so what anyway. we have in store for you tonight is... The Kinda Everywhere podcast, and we have a kind of serious topic this time. But before that, for bit. our new listeners, my name is Miko, and I'm from the Philippines. And
1: My name is Meg, and I'm here in Australia. Hello.
0: And this is the Kinda Everywhere podcast, where we talk about a variety of topics, but our goal ultimately is to first, entertain you, and two, to educate you. So... We, we kind of so. just, we <laughs> hope so, but if you just enjoy and maybe you don't learn anything, that's also kind of okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Just listen to us and have yeah, fun so, with us as well. So
0: we're a bunch of, we We met each other from uh debate in uni. So mm-hmm. if you're a debater, uh, shout out or leave a comment, leave a like and subscribe, I guess. If you enjoyed it. I guess. Maybe you had more intelligent communi- uh, intelligent conversations in your own debate circles. But anyway, Meg moved to Australia. And she's yeah. enjoying the good life. And I'm still here in oh the Philippines. Oh, God, that's
1: not true. There's, it's not all good here. But I am enjoying Australia. Yeah. But it's not all good, okay? Yeah, well, Don't believe me. <laughs> we're,
0: he- we're glad to hear that you're enjoying your stay there. But yeah, fine, but it's yeah. not the good life yet. But Meg is a chemical engineer, and she's currently taking up a master's in... Yes,
1: biotechnology and bioinformatics. That will be a story in another podcast. It's actually kind of an interesting story to tell. But I'm dealing with genes, and I'm dealing with code at the moment. Genes and code, (laughs) so...
0: (laughs) And for anyone that's asking, the real reason why is because Meg is just looking for job security. She knows that the majority of you are going to be replaced by robots in the coming future. And she wants to be the one to replace all of you. So that she, as the creator, will not be replaced. I know your evil intentions, Meg. So don't try to fool me. So for all of our viewers who can see us on YouTube and, and wherever there's a video for this podcast. As you can see, my room is still messy. It's still messy from the last episode. It's messier in this episode. But it's progressing to a better place like my life. So reasons? Yeah, that's a lesson <laughs> for this. So I'm a computer engineering student. Graduate, supposedly. However, we didn't have a ceremony because of all of this uh, hubbub that's of so this virus. Though. I don't really mind. Uh, personally, I really? don't really care.
1: For me, I for me that's so sad because I don't know maybe because I'm a girl if I'm the one who's graduating I would have bought like a new dress with matching shoes you know and matching celebration maybe
0: this might be a topic for a different episode but honestly honestly for me like I know a lot of people like it's a it's it's mm, it's spicy to graduate from uni All right. it's like yes, it's an course. achievement,
1: especially if you're an engineering student. Like, oh my God, come on!
0: Oh well, no, but that's the all thing. blood for, and tears. I don't know, but but for me, growing up, it didn't really feel like a, it didn't feel like an achievement. It's more like an expectation for my family. So wow. and I, and I imagine that like other families are like that too. So, it's not mm-hmm. really a wow, we graduated. No, it's actually worse if you didn't graduate at all. So. It, it it there was already a presupposition that you would have graduated. Okay. So it wouldn't have been possible for you to not graduate. So that's why it doesn't really seem like a achievement for me. And aside from that, it was also it was also relatively easy. So sorry for sorry for dissing engineering students around the world. So I don't know if, I don't know about you. If you're having a difficult <clears> throat> time
1: I'm <throat> bragging. I'm <clears throat> bragging.
0: Sorry, if you're having a difficult time, get a mentor. <laughs> um Personally, I just uh, enjoy it. I was a computer engineering student, and I'm also, a, uh, I'm also, I realized that we didn't mention any of this in the last two episodes.
1: I know, we didn't properly <laughs> introduce ourselves. We are just like barged no, in and like, was, here we are. I was thinking about it because my
0: brother mentioned that we didn't introduce him. And I realized that we didn't introduce ourselves either. So that's it. So welcome, guys. Maybe we'll get to that, in, that good intro soon. But like what you mentioned, sure, in, the sure, next, sure. in the next two months. Anyway, so I'm a computer engineering student, but I'm also a son of a businessman, business people here in the Philippines. So both of my parents mm-hmm. are founders of their own company. So I think it's a unique perspective that I can provide, I guess, so growing up, it was never like the goal was never to become an employee. it was already it was already pre-created in my mind that I'd also be a businessman myself. But That's in this an episode, Asian
1: boy for you, ladies and gentlemen
0: <laughs> Asian so, yeah. vibes all over Peace, peace. So if you're Asian, subscribe <laughs> and like this yeah. <laughs> like this podcast Support. the. <laughs> You know let me digress just a little bit before we get the top get go, to the topic of this episode. Yeah,
1: I, I really remember
0: everywhere. the 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 funniest thing I've ever heard Filipinos being called are what? you guys are the black guys of Asia.
1: <laughs> what?
0: No well, I... like we're the we're the we're the black guys of or I, I think that's I think that's what they said. Like the Filipinos are like the black guys of Southeast Asia, or did they say Mexicans? It, it's either of the two. No, it's because Mexicans are not in Asia. No, no, no exactly. We're the we're the Mexicans of Asia, or we're ah, the black okay. guys of Asia.
1: That's kind of sad, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind but of funny. I have to agree. There's like a hint of truth.
0: Yeah, but it's it's kind of <laughs> funny, kind of sad, or maybe it's it's maybe exactly like it is. Funny because it is sad. I'm not sure. So, whatever.
1: Whatever. The real I hope, topic. I hope that's not true, though.
0: <laughs> the real topic for this episode is that I actually got the virus that everyone's avoiding.
1: The Rona, Miko got the Rona.
0: Like our whole household here got the Rona, and we Wait, all survived. You
1: didn't, you didn't tell me about that. And this we're gonna talk about it first time. right now. Yeah, <laughs> this is actually the first time that I'm gonna talk to you about this. Yeah, because here's the story, ladies and gentlemen. This guy, he's my friend for how many years have we been friends, Miko? I
0: don't know about Seven? Uh, five, no, it should be five, five ish,
1: something like that. Yeah. We've been friends for a long time. And when I moved here in Australia, we still kept communicating. And with with all of our other debate friends in the circle, we're we're kind of close. And then this guy, suddenly, on Facebook Messenger, I think <laughs> I was at work at that time. He told me, like Meg, I got the virus. <laughs> and I remember, I was like on my phone and I was just staring at it, like for real.
0: Wow, I think. And you- then I. I think you, you got because a I got I think you got a more violent reaction than I did.
1: <laughs> yeah I that's what I was saying because you were so chill about it. Cause you are the only person that is directly related to me. Like I know you personally that contacted the virus. And because
0: And that's great. Of, Those are good statistics.
1: I know. I know. I'm so lucky. And I'm thankful that that's... I'm not thankful that you got the
0: virus. <laughs> well, you should be thankful because we can talk about it.
1: <laughs> I, anyways, what I'm trying to say is I'm thankful that you're the only one that I know who got the virus. And then you said it to me in a very, like, well, normal manner. <laughs> it's like, well, Meg got the virus. That's it. <laughs> I don't know if you remembered my reaction. I was I like, don't even
0: remember telling you. I honestly oh don't. Oh my
1: god. I thought oh that you gosh. found out
0: from the Facebook post that I made.
1: No, you told me. You told me that you got the virus. And I responded to you like, what? So many A's and like question mark and the, all all Oh right.
0: Oh, that was already you freaking out? Cool. I'll take yeah. now.
1: That's how I freak out <laughs> in <the> chat. <laughs> like just letters everywhere but anyways
0: we're probably talking about other things and like by the way i also got the virus
1: yeah <laughs> that's how you sneaked into that you sneaked in the, the the news to me and was i was actually really worried about you because
0: even oh, well, though i know think about how i felt
1: <laughs> yeah but that's what we will unpack today okay So this is the first time that I'm going to ask you directly about your experience. I know you talked about this in your vlog. By the way, Nico has a very cool vlog. Link (laughs) to his channel in the description. (laughs) Um, I know you've talked about this in your vlog, but I wanted to ask you personally, you know, as a friend, like, tell me the story. How did you discover that you had the virus? And...
0: So, like, here's, yeah. the, here's the weirdest thing. So, I actually okay. didn't know I had the virus when the virus was already active. So, it's okay. it's kind of stupid. So, <laughs> the, the full story is this. Like, we live in a big household. We have like mm-hmm. 10, 11 people in this household. It's a lot wow. of people.
1: Wait, how many siblings do you have?
0: No, we only have four There's siblings. Four? We have four and siblings, then... my two parents.
1: Mm-hmm. Does that say? And six? then...
0: My grandmother also lives here.
1: Oh my god! You have a grandma. Okay. Yeah, and
0: then I also have three cousins that live with us. Oh wow! So, so for everyone and your that's listening, also
1: had sorry, for everyone yeah.
0: that's listening. Yeah, that we have a big household, but I mean, it's it's a big household. But but thankfully, uh, we're not cramped. My mm-hmm. my parents work very hard to make. This life, and mm-hmm. we're very blessed that we we live comfortably. Like even if there's a lot of us, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> even if there's a lot of us, we live comfortably in the house, all right? And and at the time, so that that's nine actually. It's not ten, but at the time, okay. we actually moved my my brother's wife's mom into the house mm-hmm. with us. And okay. I forgot, my, my brother's wife also lives with us.
1: So, you 12 all in all. No, no, that's 11. Including your brother's wife yes. and your so that's brother's wife's mom.
0: 11, yes. So, there's oh, okay. 11 of us in the house, right? There's a lot of people. And then here's what happened. So, one, one, uh, one night, my grandmother uh, decided... Or one, one morning... we. My grandmother decided that she didn't want to get out of her room because she was having, okay. a, she was having body pains and a cough. But notice there wasn't oh any fever, God. it was just body pains mm-hmm. and then a cough. And we're all paranoid, okay? Yeah. I think everyone's a bit paranoid about the situation, and my dad is too. So mm-hmm. my dad was like, <laughs> Whoa.
1: Yeah, because it's a grandma. Yeah. She's more susceptible to it.
0: So that's the thing and then so what we we got my grandma, my brother, my older brother and mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: my cousin tested, all right? Okay. So
1: why uh, those three particularly?
0: Because D- does my your quota, brother and your yeah. yeah, my brother get still gets out gets out kind of a lot cuz like we make deliveries, we do uh, we're actually doing a lot of help to our people on the front lines okay. because we produce okay. uh personal protective equipment mm-hmm. and so it, he's it, exposed he might be exposed so we you can't mm-hmm. be too sure all right yeah. so in contrast I, i've never been out of the house for for 5 months going for 6 five months, months now yeah,
1: that's, right?
0: <laughs> that's what so, you mentioned. Yeah. and it's it's even funnier that i got the virus and he didn't but uh, let's, let's get to that a bit later. So, anyway, okay, my, my grandmother, my brother, and my cousin get tested, and mm-hmm. my brother and cousin turn out negative, but my grandma is positive.
1: Oh my god, yeah!
0: And my how grandma. how old is she? Uh, she's uh, 80 this year, 80, 70. No, no, she's oh 80 this god. year, 81 this year, so to be more specific. And here's the thing. So, mm. where did she uh, this it? is actually jumping a bit around, but actually, yeah, right. like, actually, like, her whole experience the worst thing that she got were, were those body aches. So, it's just the body aches, and then after that, she had a very light fever,
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: after that, it, there's nothing else.
1: Go, grandma!
0: Like, damn, <laughs> I got <Wow>. more
1: symptoms. <laughs> How many days? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe you're, you're, your your body is older Damn. than hers. <laughs> anyway, so so here's the thing. Uh, so let's let's just finish the timeline. So this mm-hmm. was like a, a couple of days earlier than August first. All right. Okay. Then on August first, what happened was we got the result. No, no, earlier than August first uh, on Saturday. Wait, let me fix the timeline. Yeah.
1: Just before oh, August.
0: Just before August first, we find out that my grandmother is positive. Okay. And for me, on August first, I started exhibiting my my first symptoms. So. Which I, was. I had a really bad fever, and I felt fatigue. Oh so,
1: gosh.
0: Or actually, I didn't actually have a high fever, but I felt the fatigue first. Hmm. And because I had fatigue and I had a fever, I also subsequently had a runny nose. So I thought the the runny nose was part of the the fever, right? Yeah. So what happened was actually so I'm I'm a president at a Queen City Toastmasters Club. So mm-hmm. on that day, we were actually having a club officers training. So it is organized it's online. A national, right? Yeah, online organized. Uh, it's a, it's a national event, so you can need to attend. And, like, I wanted to power through it, you know, Mm. because...
1: Because you're the president, of course. Because I'm the
0: president. I need to set a good example. And, like, what's a fever, you know? What's a... Who's gonna... Mm. Who's gonna... A fever's gonna take me down? Nah. Yeah.
1: It's just online anyway. It's online.
0: But then I was... For the first two hours... ah, Damn it. I was sitting down. And I don't think I've ever sat down so uncomfortably before. Mm. So I was like, yeah, I get what you? Mean. Oh, what's, uh, what's going on, man? Well,. Yeah. <laughs> so I really couldn't, I really couldn't take it. I was sitting down and I felt so tired. So I decided to move my, my meeting. The Zoom also has an app. So I moved to mm-hmm. the, app, the, the app on my phone. And then I was so you can lie down. Yeah, so that I can lie down. But I'm still attending the meeting. Mm-hmm. So I was still attending the meeting, and eventually, like I, I kind of fell asleep. So I was like, I was, I was actively trying to listen, but like my body was like, no, we're, we're not having it. And you it.
1: can't, yeah, you can't absorb anything anymore. Like I can't, you're too like, tired.
0: there's nothing to. I can't hear anything, or there's no synthesis in my mind. Like, it just wow. goes in one ear, goes out the other. Like, I was that tired. So, it's like a, yes. the kind of tired where, like, you're so tired after the gym.
1: Or maybe after an exam. Or after an exam.
0: <laughs> and then you just, like, your mom, like, talks to you when you get home. And then you just can't hear anything. And you just yeah. plop. Just plop. You just melt into your bed. And then you kind of die. Mm-hmm. So, that's how it's mm-hmm. like. And, no, but here's the, here's the funny thing. So, that was the first symptom <laughs> that I had. That no, was August 1st. Yeah, August 1st. And okay. I didn't know yet if I had the virus or not. But then I already told my younger brother, we, we used to be in the same room. So, mm-hmm. And I, I told him that, well, I have a fever, so you should ask Kuya. So my older brother, so for, those, for international viewers, Kuya is the Filipino term oh. for elder brother. So I, asked my my, brother. I, I told my younger brother, you should ask Kuya. If you should sleep in the same, if we should sleep in the same room, because if I have fever, I don't think you should sleep here. And I think I sound cool saying that, but I probably (laughs) said it half dead. Like I was, I was already fatigued. I just woke up. Like I. And your brother
1: was sleeping next to you at that time.
0: No, no, like you were in the same room. He was actually busy doing something else the the whole duration okay. of the meeting, so it's good that he wasn't okay. in the room, right but the thing about mm-hmm. it is guy it is his room too it was his room mm-hmm. too before uh before he moved out so um so he of course he comes to the room then he needs to charge his phone he needs to yeah. he can, he can chill in his room, so that's what I was of like course. well. So it was after dinner and I really didn't even have the the energy to go down. so after dinner, so you're trying to chill and then I as as the night went on, so there was a couple of hours that we were in the same room. so we were in the same room.
1: Mm-hmm. and then
0: when when we were about to go to sleep, that's when I told him that you should ask it's not Quia a good idea if yeah. you should if you should sleep here because I'm not so sure. But the funny thing about that is so the next day,
1: did he sleep with you that night? No.
0: No, no. He, he, he slept on the sofa. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but here's, okay. The th- here's the funny thing. The next day, I didn't have a fever no more. Like, poof, the what? fever was gone. I didn't I didn't take any medicine. Like, the fever is just gone. So I okay. was like, damn, but that's great. Do you
1: still f- but do you still feel fatigued? No.
0: So th- that's okay. exactly what I was thinking. Like, I was... I, so that's why I was debating. So I probably mm. don't have over. I don't have coronavirus. I'm just overworked.
1: Yeah, maybe because oh, that, w- that would
0: because I, I I I'm known in my I'm in my circles to be kind of kind of an overworker,
1: <laughs> extra, something like I don't know like, workaholic.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so like okay, just a digression. So your brother, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Fine. Let's get to that later. Um. So I asked my yeah. brother to move out on on all on August 2nd, the Sunday. I felt great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I I just needed some so I just thought that I just needed some rest. Uh, the fever's gone, the fatigue is gone. My nose is still runny, but maybe I just need to take some vitamin C and eat some oranges.
1: Did you know at that time that your grandmother had the virus?
0: Yes, yes we did. So Okay. We, because so, because I did know, that's why I asked my brother to move out. No. But then at the same time, I felt great. So I just thought that, well, maybe I was overworking myself. Uh, I probably don't have the virus. I, I, my body just really needed the complete eight hours of rest and a little extra to make up for the last time. So yeah. on Sunday, I was working. So on the second, I was mm-hmm. working. I worked. On the third, I was still working.
1: You still felt fine. I still felt fine. I felt
0: great on the third. Then, on the third, and like my brother actually has a little bit of claim, complaints about this. We found out that my mother was positive on the twenty ninth or the thirtieth okay. uh, mm-hmm. earlier, and so so that that means that it takes them a full three to five days to show up at the house of the people that are confirmed positive. Okay. So, so there's a delay. There is a delay. And okay. so in the Philippines, I, well, personally for me, but I'm not a medical expert, I, I know people, I, I know we all want that it should be the next day immediately. Mm, yeah. But, but I also have to think that, well, frontliners, they're probably overworked and they're understaffed. So I kind of get there's a delay. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know? But anyway, yeah. so long story short, uh, delay or not, we got tested on August 3rd. My result came back positive on August 4th. Wow. And that's good. So apparently Hi. what happens is, no, apparently happens Why what do you happens, think it's good? No, the timing. The timing is good. Mm. So I'm not sure about there in Australia. Maybe you can get your result in a couple of hours, but here it takes at least a day. And they even tell people that it actually doesn't take a day. They they, they tell people you need to get the results in three to five days. It's not one day wow. delivery. You you, mm. you find out you get the virus three or five days later.
1: All right? Maybe because of all the backlogs. Yeah. yeah.
0: But here's the thing. Actually, when 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 we got it and the reason we got it like first, so you might be thinking it's about privilege or whatever. Screw you, Meg. <laughs> no, I'm the, not. But here's the thing. Apparently, what the, the common practice of what they do is the people who get positive, they rush out the document. Yeah. So they rush out the document so that they can tell the DOH, the barangay, and all the related parties that this household is positive. Mm-hmm. Like They rush out positive, positive results. And the negative results, they, they delay sending it for the five days okay. because it, it's not a priority to send. Yes. So, so they, they don't need to know that it's, it's positive. Right? Okay. I, because and it's negative, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what actually happened is I got positive and my sister got positive the next day on, oh, on wow. August 4th too. So I actually got swabbed on the 4th and the result came out on the 5th. Okay. And here's the thing. They they act, this is the what I was talking about is kind of stupid that I actually didn't know that I was positive. No one told me that the on result the came out that I was positive. Positive. So I think my my Did sister, your sister know? My sister moved into my room uh on uh, the fifth or the sixth, probably the sixth, a bit later, because she was she was okay. somewhere else, and mind you, my sister's also a frontliner, so she's a nurse. She's a nurse, yeah. Wow. So damn, you know, damn. It. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> but here's the thing. Wait, I did Wait, know. did
1: your sister know that she's positive when yes. she moved to your room?
0: Oh, so everyone no, knows except you. No, no, you. no. Everyone knows except me. So I thought. Like, I saw my sister come into my room, and I was like, what the fuck? What are you doing here? <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean? We're both positive, so we should be put in the same room. I'm like,
1: Oh, my what? God.
0: Who, who says I'm positive? I feel fine. And she's like, you've been positive for three days. I was uh. like, what? Oh, Ouch. Wow. What? <laughs> no. No one told me. But they told you. <laughs> so
1: maybe they wanted to shield you from the No, the they shield. just forgot. Oh,
0: my <laughs> no, so what happened is they my my brother is the one that that did all the coordinating and mm-hmm. my brother sent the results on our family group chat. And remember I okay. told you that on Monday I was working. On Sunday I was working. So, uh,
1: I never read, read
0: the group chat. Mm. And I'm like, why would you expect me it's to read the group chat? Fault, Nico. It's not Miko. Why would they expect fault. me to read the group chat? I never read but it. But wait,
1: there's something that I want to clarify. Mm. Were you isolated all the time?
0: Yeah. No, I didn't notice because I just kept working. How do you eat? They You're brought me food. To go out when
1: you eat. Yeah. Oh. So, so I was, it's not
0: No, because for you. I thought No, that was the first time. But I thought that okay, this is a new thing. Maybe we're, we're maybe we're just changing up the practices. Because no, mm. here's the thing, Meg, even before that, we already had like strategies in place. We already had systems in place. Like even before that, a lot of us were confirmed positive. We were already eating in batches downstairs.
1: Yeah. So we to, have a big family table, but sure. like, but, yeah. but for
0: the extra precaution, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna eat together at the big table. We we mm. eat in three batches. You you okay. you are part of batch one. You are part of batch two. You're part of batch three. So when okay. they started saying that we're gonna bring food to you, I was like, ah, okay. okay. So it's a it's a it's, it's just new. a new mm. it's a new system.
1: Oh, I mean, it's a new system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I so it, it didn't
0: seem it didn't seem odd, and it was even better for me because I didn't need to invest the time to go downstairs. To go cause, downstairs. Because I because I, I have a wow. lot of
1: work to do. Can you hear the workaholic in you chiming right now?
0: <laughs> it just seems normal. Okay.
1: Okay. Continue anyway, with your story. And then so when you, with when with you found story. out that you were yeah when you found out that you were positive, do you think it was a psychological trigger? That made you feel worse. Do you think you would be fine if you didn't know? That's what I'm like. That's also what I was.
0: I also contemplated that for a while, and my conclusion is maybe. But I can't be so sure. When did you show
1: symptoms?
0: So after that, it actually wasn't the day after. It was actually a couple of days after that. And now here's the thing. What I realized from the whole thing, and again, this is kind of everywhere. I apologize, kind of disorganized. Yeah, go. go
1: so for I'm not it. apologizing
0: yeah. to you. I'm apologizing to the viewers, <laughs> the listeners. I'm just curious. Okay, no, go on. Here's the thing. I, I realized through the thing that the reason the virus is deadly, and because my brother's a nurse, and he's the one that was, uh, he, he's the one coordinating with a doctor to prescribe us the mm-hmm. right medicine,
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: realized that. The, the reason that the virus has so many has a lot of death toll is really just because of how wide the number is. It's just because of the, number of, the, the pure number of infections. Oh, okay. The death rate of yeah. the virus, or the formal term is the mortality rate of the virus, is actually very low. It's actually in like the 2%. So, yeah, 2%. Two, so two the, the only reason it yeah. has a lot of deaths is just because it's very infectious.
1: Infected many people, so the yeah. more chances that so it's just, they, it's
0: just, it can kill. But here's the thing. Yeah. I mean, of course, but even if it's a 2%, you shouldn't take the chance. Because mm. even if the death rate is 2%, if you're dead, you're 100% dead. So True. There's no going back. There's no going back. You can't, uh, I mean, I know a lot of people are 50-50, but if you get, if you get brought back to life, you're 100% alive. But if you're dead, mm-hmm. you're 100% dead. So mm-hmm. you can't take the chance. And exactly that's the thing. We already knew that we need to take the precautions, and we were already taking precautions. So we actually really don't know why and how we got the virus, because it's really? it's so because we produce PPE, and we already had all of the masks in place. We already have we have alcohol stationed at almost like every mm-hmm. every two or three meters in our house. We we bought industrial sized alcohol to refill all of the alcohol sprays that we have around the house, so yeah. we have all we have almost all of the precautions in place, and it still happened. Like what the f-
1: wait? So the first person who got confirmed yeah. it's infected first confirmed is your grandma.
0: Is my grandma? Then after because that, she
1: experienced fatigue.
0: Yeah, and- fatigue and. Uh, she had a cough then oh, a actually cough. the second was both my both of my parents my mom and my dad
1: really?
0: yeah so they got the result just a day earlier than mine I think or okay uh, so it's
1: your grandma and then, then both of your parents
0: and then and me and then you and then and my your sister. sister so maybe maybe it's so five
1: maybe, out of eleven
0: maybe it's going in like a uh, uh, body age so maybe i'm really old in the body <laughs> i don't know Wait, anyway so yeah, is, but, that,
1: is that the extent of the infection in your household or yeah, did so it, that's it that's it so just five of
0: you yeah just five of us and that's that's good and but what we did is that you can't live in the same house anymore so you don't want to risk you don't want to risk the cross infection so yeah. what what we did is that we're thankful to in a position that the the remaining people that weren't infected, we moved them all to a different house. Except That's for except for my brother, his wife, and one of my cousins. To take care of you. Yeah, to take care of us. And for my cousin's case, just a little digression, it's actually funny because she tested negative, but she saw she she showed symptoms after. So test. probably like on the day of testing, she was negative, but then she probably contracted the virus a little bit later, so probably the real number is six but she's never wow. been positive on record she's actually okay. always been negative, but she's also had symptoms so what that's what kind of makes it weird like she's had Wh-
1: which symptoms does, does she have
0: uh just the loss of taste and a couple of days for the fatigue and but and that's the other thing see the the it, you you assume that when you get the virus, you'll be constantly sick. Mm. But actually, what I see, so both in me and my my cousin, is that you're just sick sometimes. You're like sick on and off. So really? I had I had symptoms yeah. on the first day, first August first. Mm-hmm. Then I didn't experience my next symptom until after my sister moved back moved in.
1: So, that's so I like artistic. I had a,
0: almost a week of, of no symptoms.
1: Yeah, because that's why that's I why, think that's maybe that's yeah. the reason why the virus spreads so quickly and so.
0: No, it's because there are so many people there asympt- asymptomatic. So it, it's it's just yeah. like your it's just like your usual fe- fever, like some sometimes the flu is worse. True. Like, that's like what sometimes, they like like you get the flu. You know, you're in bed for three days. You're
1: bedridden. Yeah, you're bedridden. Like,
0: but but with this, um, uh, first day, I I rested. Next day, fine. Five that's days, no symptoms. That's what I'm
1: saying. You're carrying that virus for five days, and, and that's the no most symptoms. infectious
0: time. That's the other thing. Yeah, that's the most infectious so it, time because after the first week, it becomes gradually less infectious.
1: It gets you to get moving because it. It tricks you into thinking that you're fine and then you can move around. You know, whereas if you're sick, you, you'll be just staying in bed and yeah. there's less chance well, of the virus to spread.
0: Well, you make, yeah. the, you make the virus sound malevolent or too smart for its own good.
1: Nico, I, virus, there are so many things that viruses can do that's downright creepy. But anyway, like,
0: like, let's finish the story because that's I, why that's, we're that's almost out I'm... of time and the story's not even done. <laughs> okay, so let's continue. summarize. Let's summarize. Long story short, but I also go uh, a bit more in depth with it in my video and surprisingly yeah. I'm more concise there, Meg. <laughs> I, 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 You're I do not the kinda whole everywhere. Thing. I do the whole thing yeah. in 10 minutes, definitely. All right. Go. So what happened after that? <laughs> is this. Um, we actually didn't know what, medic- what medicine- medication to take. So my mm-hmm. brother was coordinating with a doctor. And that's the other thing. Because we were already taking multivitamins and stuff. But we weren't taking any medicine for the virus. And before okay. you take medicine for the virus, you need to get prescribed. You can't... Wait, you- there's a medicine
1: prescribed for the virus in the Philippines?
0: No. Uh, you're prescribed... If you get infected, you're prescribed a lot of um, like over-the-counter drugs.
1: Which ones are those, if you don't mind? I of don't think head? you
0: should say it, because why people might try to self-medicate. Okay. So, so we we we. No, but, what but I'm trying the, to
1: say is like which it, which is it for? It's like for runny nose.
0: Yeah. So it's like it's that. a it's a per symptom thing. So my oh, okay. my brother's job, and maybe we should get him on the. Like, what was the experience of um,
1: someone who's taking, taking care, of. care
0: of like a whole mm. set of people with COVID and all of us yeah. had different symptoms? So, what did my, your parents my, my, have? My, my dad and uh, my dad, now, see, my, I'm really the son of my parents. My dad mm-hmm. and myself, we got the hiccups, we got chronic hiccups. hiccups. Like,
1: hiccups are hiccups. a symptom. Wow.
0: Yeah. So apparently, I didn't know that. Apparently, it might be an underreported symptom of COVID, actually. Um, so, both of us got hiccups. and I know it's funny for the first couple of minutes. It's honestly so painful after hours.
1: It's annoying as well.
0: Well, it's not only annoying. It actually, it's actually painful because it's oh. a muscle spasm in the diaphragm.
1: Yeah, in the diaphragm. So, yeah. What
0: happens is that if your muscle is spasming for hours, it gets tired eventually.
1: It gets sore as well. It sore.
0: So that's what, that's for me and my dad, we're actually prescribed a medicine for that for a day just to stop the hiccups because it can't go on. It really hurts the, the diaphragm. And my mom, and my mom's the best one of all of us. The only symptom that she's exhibited is that she can't taste. No other symptoms.
1: That's so weird. The taste so,
0: thing. And, and and I'm the son of my parents because I have both of those symptoms.
1: <laughs> you can't taste and you have hiccups too.
0: Yeah, I have no taste and I developed hiccups on like the, like the 14th or the, the 13th. So what's the so, worst
1: symptom that you experienced?
0: The worst symptom I had was, well, first on the first week after, right after my sister moved in, we got pers- we finally got the. Go from the doctor on which medicine we should drink to help with the mm-hmm. symptoms. And we also had this special medicine coming from China, which was effective mm-hmm. for uh, Chinese patients. So, again, it's not okay. a cure, but <clears throat> yeah, it was a drug which did have a high effective rate to help people recover. Okay. But okay. a lot of people have different reactions to that drug. So, so it's a gamble. It's not a gamble per se, but uh, you, it's like a, anytime you drink medicine, you should always evaluate yourself, even if it is prescribed, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. to see if you have any violent reactions. For me, I was the only one that had a violent reaction to that drug, and it gave Damn, me indigestion. What was it? So,
1: ah, okay. I was um, thinking, like, it, really created, um, <laughs> it, yeah.
0: created an, it created an acid imbalance in my body, and it, it, it made it so that I can't digest my food. So, for three days. And this is actually the only reason, Meg, that I found Mm -hmm. out that I can't taste anymore. Because I was vomiting for three days straight.
1: Oh, my God. Because of the medicine.
0: I wasn't pooping anything. So, Mm -hmm. because of the medicine. But the first two days that I was vomiting, I didn't feel the bitter in my mouth after you vomit. Yeah. So I didn't know that. And honest to know. God, my brain was filling in the flavor for me all the days before. I didn't notice that I couldn't taste because I-, I thought I could still eat food. But then I finally realized, like I was vomiting for two days. I can't taste the bitterness. Because it was, it was good for me at the time because I felt so much discomfort from the vomiting. I would be lying down in bed because, again, I have fatigue. I'd be lying down in bed and I'd be contemplating if I should use my energy to get up to vomit (laughs) because I've been lying lying down wanting to vomit or salivating, getting ready to vomit for two hours. And then I vomit and then I feel relief and then I realize that, oh, I can't taste the bitterness in my mouth. Where's
1: the bitter stuff? Yeah. Because
0: I should taste the bitterness because of the stomach acid. Because I have, because mm. there's no digestion. And the last day of vomiting, it was good because. So it, it's.
1: It On was the thir- good that's be, the
0: third day. Yeah, the third day of vomiting. So right after my sister moved in, so the sixth, probably the ninth, I, I, I vomited. And then this time, I could taste some bitterness. And and okay. and take note, yeah, it's some. It wasn't a lot, just some.
1: Mm. I could
0: just feel discomfort in my mouth. And I just knew that. Okay so things are getting a little bit better. But you can taste food? No, not at all. Okay. I didn't I just didn't realize that I couldn't taste. So I'm not sure if it's if it's my brain maybe it's because yeah. I'm a workaholic that I just I just scoff the food down because I need to get to my meeting. Mm. I'm not sure. So it could be a psychology thing, it could have been the virus. I'm not exactly sure. So yeah. Um Long story short, the only other symptom worth mentioning is that I, I felt like I couldn't breathe for one or two days.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's, yeah. does, so, does that, did that scare you?
0: Ex- explain uh, you couldn't breathe. Now, see, I have a history of I asthma. So, I didn't okay, know. Is it similar? It was, uh, I'm not sure. That's exactly the thing. Similar to having an asthma attack, that I'm not sure if I was having an asthma attack or if my lungs were being attacked by COVID. Okay. So, but eventually I think it was different from an asthma attack because it was more prolonged.
1: See I haven't I haven't experienced any asthma attacks. Yeah, so so here's what asthma is like you have to describe, yeah.
0: Yeah, here's what What, asthma is like for people that haven't had asthma. Um, asthma is a genetic uh, disorder. And it just causes you to it just means that your lung kind of sucks at inhaling <laughs> okay so what so wh- happens, what does it feel it feels like how does the, it feel uh, asthma is just uh like for major cases like when you really have an asthma attack it it ranges from mild asthma attacks to like very severe, so for the very severe ones, those are the ones where you're you you sound like this <laughs> so mm-hmm. you keep trying to breathe in. No air, for it. no air, no right. air feels like it's coming into your lungs, and the way I would describe it, feeling, is that it's like a pressure. There's on, there's a pressure on your lungs, and like
1: someone sitting on top of your chest, something like yeah,
0: someone sitting on you, but not physically, like on the inside, and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there's a tightness in the chest. But I think the more accurate way of actually describing it is just that you feel like you're drowning. But there's no water. Wow. You're drowning mm-hmm. in air. And the the and let's talk about how it's different from COVID. See? So yeah. with COVID, it kind of felt like the same kind of pressure. But like if you have a mild asthma attack, it usually disappears within an hour or so. This one, mm. it was almost like it was persistent. Like maybe but it was so it was so mild, but so persistent.
1: So like so, it's mild, but it lasts for two days.
0: Yeah, it, but that's the other thing. It, it's on or off. It's on and off. So I, the, the I only felt the bulk of it like just one evening, where I I did feel like I have a difficulty breathing. So I was like, I was lying down on my back, and I just felt like I had a very weirdly long asthma attack.
1: I remember you texted me that like you, I was asking how are you and then you told me
0: yeah can't ah, breathe eh. I can't breathe <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think oh I'll be fine God. no so I think that's the other thing wow. for, for me it's because
1: mm-hmm.
0: um you know how if you get if you know if someone gets a nosebleed it's usually a bad sign but for me yeah. when I was a kid we actually discovered that I have very uh, very thin veins in my nose. Mm. So I get a nosebleed all the time just from it being very hot. <clears throat> like if it's really hot, like if it's, if it's eight, if it's 38 degrees outside, I can get a nosebleed just from that.
1: Yeah. So, I can relate.
0: So a nosebleed for me is uh it's not a, it's not a major symptom. So for me mm. with this, with this, with this experience, it just felt like an asthma attack. So it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. new to me. So that's why for me, it wasn't, it didn't feel like it was a fatal, <clears throat> it was a severe. It was normal. It was, it was my normal. For you. Yeah. yeah. It You're was my normal. normal, so I know how to deal with it. Like, I know, I, you can already feel in your body, like, will this pass or not? And I already felt it in advance. Yeah, yeah this will pass. But mm-hmm. it just, I just, just kept getting, it just kept pushing further and further. Like, oh, I thought it would have passed mm-hmm. by now, but it still hasn't. So, yeah, it's kind of weird did Did it
1: like worry you at the time when you're kind of feeling that, "Oh, this is not asthma anymore? Um,
0: like after the after like three hours, yeah, so hmm. like yeah, it, it eventually does get to you. so I, I know that it felt normal for me, but usually asthma attacks pass in like thirty minutes to an hour or so with the right medicine, but yeah. this one, it just didn't go away. And like, I was, I was, uh, there, there is that point. Like, I don't, I don't want to admit that I felt defeated, but there was, yeah, and, I, and I, never, I never got to the point that I felt completely defeated. But there's just that, this is what there's just that knowing I part. Ask. There's just yeah. that knowing part in your head, which is like, this really might be it. But if I would give it percentages, it'll just be like, if it was from 99% to 1%. After the three-hour mark, it just kept gradually growing more to like ten percent or twenty percent max. So it was. That's never... what I
1: want to ask about you. Like, yeah. what was your psyche at that time? Look like? I was fine. Or did your psyche? Did you fear that it might kill you nope. or something? Did it ever cross your mind? So no, you were. I mean, you were confident. I mean,
0: yes, yes, it did, but it never overtook my mind. Okay. So, so like the max I could give it is like 20%. It only, mm. like the max I could give it is 10 to 20, 10, of, uh, it was one, then it grew to 10, maybe 20% of my mind. And but that's I never, because of
1: the difficulty of breathing.
0: Yeah, just the difficulty of breathing. And that was yeah. for just, just a day. And then the second day, I had a, another episode, but it was milder. So maybe that one mm. was an asthma attack and it wasn't wasn't the COVID. See, the the reason why it did grow to the 10 to 20% is because the only reason, and this is what I was trying to tie back to earlier, the only reason Mm -hmm. COVID is because, of course, there are are, uh, major cases and mild cases. In our case, we're just thankful that we have a lot of mild cases. But the reason might be that maybe all of the cases are mild because the virus itself is mild. Uh, the reason it's bad, or the death rate, is largely because of complications with existing conditions.
1: True, that's true. And, and you can see it from the age of the people who die. Yeah,
0: and Mostly here's the here's the weirder thing. So remember, we have a doctor that was prescribing us medicine, and mm. my grandmother, she actually only got prescribed one or mo- one or two more vit- uh, one one or two more meds, on top wow. of her maintenance. <laughs> And here's the thing, it's because if apparently, but don't quote me on this, and there aren't any articles about this, but according to that doctor, this is a reminder to never self medicate, always yeah. ask for your doctor's advice. But this is a personal mm-hmm. story, so that's why I'm sharing it. Um yeah. so viewers, you listen to this podcast, you smart, okay? You smart.
1: Yes, you're <laughs> smart.
0: You will You will
1: not take any ill advice.
0: Yeah. So the doctor said that a lot of the maintenance medicine, especially for old people, can already help in combating the virus because all you really need to combat the virus is a healthy body. So that's why she only added one or two more medicine for for the specific symptoms that she was having. All right. Okay. And, and we're nearing the last ten minutes of this episode, so just keep in tune, viewers, and maybe you can ask us a question. Uh, you can email us at ask.kepodcast@gmail.com. At but anyway, so what is going on is apparently maintenance medicine already helps you combat the virus, and you just need to keep. You just need to really be healthy. And the other thing about okay. it is because my my grandmother's medicine she has arthritis so
1: is that the only underlying condition that she has um
0: she's also diabetic okay but it's under control so she she doesn't mm-hmm. need dialysis it's mild
1: mm-hmm. so good, good. like
0: the arthritis medicine it it already combats inflammation oh
1: so I,
0: okay so i'm not sure if it's because it's arthritis the the maintenance uh but it could be it could be other things, and this is exactly why you shouldn't self-medicate. So we don't know the yes, reason. Yes. We don't know how the drugs interact. Yes. But her
1: grandmother has yeah. a specific body chemistry, so it yeah. only works for her. It so, won't work for you probably.
0: So because she, because arthritis was the issue, and arthritis is inflammation. Um, mm. The problem with COVID is that it also causes inflammation,
1: yes. in
0: in some people. So because there's already an existing medicine. That's combating that in the body. There's there wasn't any need to add any more medicine. So that's what she meant by it would already help uh, with the with the with the condition, the maintenance medicine. So, mm-hmm. um, what else? After the many... after the episode yeah. of uh, after the episode of what do you call it? The can't breathe. So that was like in the middle mm-hmm. of the month, around fourteen. No, no, no. It was even earlier than that. It was just like twelve on the 12th or 90, 13th. Yeah, or twelve, yeah. And then... Actually, no, it might even be earlier. It might be the 10th or 11th. I'm honestly not sure. I didn't take notes. Because I, okay. I was dying. <laughs> so I didn't take notes. I, I apologize okay. for the inaccuracy. But it's here's correct. the thing. After that... After the next... Like in two days... I felt like I was ready to get back to work. Again. Okay. That's weird. It's not consistent. And then and then I felt like I was great. I felt like like I was motivated. Like I can like let's do it. Let's get back to work. I'll I'll do it. I'll attend the club meeting. So so it seems mm-hmm. like that. And then what I realized actually is that on the fourteenth Cause I actually did a load of laundry before we, I got COVID. And I'll, Okay. <laughs> this load of laundry has been sitting in my room for like two whole weeks. So I wanted to it's been annoying me so much, but I've never had the energy to fold I don't have energy to fold clothes.
1: Wait, it's not dirty laundry. Cause I was no, no, about no, 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 to say no. ew. I two I, weeks. I
0: okay. no 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 I did a load it's clean of clean laundry.
1: laundry. It's
0: clean laundry. Okay. So I, I was I was I, I couldn't fold for two weeks, I'm too weak to stand so up tired. and fold yeah clothes, but then this day, like on the fourteenth, I felt like, you you know what? I feel like I'm ready to get back to work, so I might as well be able to fold clothes, but and you I did found, and I did, but I found out that standing up for five minutes makes me fatigue, like standing wow. up for five to fifteen minutes. Like I need I get winded. I need to I need to lie back down. Mm. Like I need to I need to sit down. Like I was struggling to finish the entire hamper of clothes. Cuz I Which a, is weird. Which is weird. So I've never thought Yeah. Like I'm getting I can't stand up. What is this? Five minutes. What the hell is this?
1: So how many days did it take for the symptoms to go away?
0: Symptoms to go away? Uh, Do you think? Days for, for me, I um, said on the 14th, I felt fine. Like mm-hmm. I'm already, like even the 13th, I was already feeling fine. So just like I mentioned. So what they
1: say about two weeks is true.
0: Yeah. So just after the, the episode with the, the breathing thing, after that, I'm done. Okay. I felt great. Like the next day, uh, it, it didn't come back. But But here's the other thing. You don't know if it's fatigue or just because I've been sitting in bed for too long. Yeah. Like the body body malaise. Yeah. Mm. So, but it could be both also. It could be both also. Wow. There's a
1: lot of things to factor in.
0: Yeah. Really? So, and that's the thing. Like, I felt already okay, maybe 12, 13, 14. 14, I had, or 13 or 14, I had enough pride to try and fold (laughs) clothes. Because like I can't do a menial task like folding clothes. What is this? And I got winded after. And then on the fifteenth, I uh-huh. had my. I, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not sure if it would be a symptom, but I would say that I had a mental breakdown on the fifteenth.
1: What do you mean mental breakdown? Explain. I couldn't sleep. Okay. And it
0: wasn't my usual insomnia because I know what my usual insomnia feels like. Mm. Mm. Um. This felt like like when I was younger. I, I think I had some symptoms of like depression. So I had depressive tendencies, mm-hmm. but I was never depressed because I never I never went to a shrink.
1: You gave yeah you never yeah, gave so, into it.
0: So uh, just a reminder for everyone. Uh, everyone can have depressive tendencies, but not everyone's depressed. So True. This felt like one of the times when I had an episode of those uh, depressive tendencies. I I've been trying to sleep since eleven o'clock. I eventually fell asleep at 6 in the morning. Yeah, 6 in the morning. Wow. So I I actually did a whole episode about that on my I did a whole vlog on it and I called it my worst covid experience. And for me the worst covid experience wasn't the physical symptoms. It's the mental like personally one. for me it was the mental symptoms and it's funnier mm-hmm. because this was after Technically the virus had already left me. Like it's it, it well, always going on in
1: your mind anyway.
0: No, because what was going on my in my mind is that I finally realized like how difficult the situation is for so many people. Like I like I mentioned that I, I'm really in a fortunate position. I'm comfortable mm. in my house, people cook for me. Uh, we we have a doctor friend giving us medicine. No, prescribing as medicine, we buy the medicine ourselves. Of obviously,
1: <laughs> obviously, um,
0: yeah. But and then I'm I'm more connected with my family now. I I'm more faithful. Like I already believed in God before, but I believe in God more. So that that's mm-hmm. that's a net positive for me. But yeah. then I I I finally realized how dire the situation is for people who aren't as fortunate as me. So I, I can't I couldn't imagine how difficult life must be for them being in this past five months or six months, and it continues to be hard for them. True,
1: because it's so. It, you mentioned like you yeah. have to pay to get tested in our country, right? If you if you're going to get tested in a private institution, yeah. you have to pay so, like seven thousand.
0: Yeah, so here's the thing. So um, how do I translate 7,000 here? Let me pull up a calculator real quick. I'll just convert it to U.S. dollar. So uh, it's 7,500 pesos for us. So it costs you $150 per person per per test. So uh, we spent a total of like the first test. We we, we wanted to get it done in a private place Mm -hmm. because if we... Go in a public place but we are thankful for the Philippine government uh, free tests. Okay? Mm -hmm. There are free tests. And here's the thing. If you do go to the place that has a free test there are lots of people looking to get a free test. What happens if you get infected getting the free test? So my dad decided that we're not going to we're not going to take that risk. And we're going to spend $500 mm-hmm. to get three tests. For, and we your, did, grandma, yeah, for your grandma, your brother, and your cousin. My brother and my cousin. So we get mm-hmm. the three tests and the barangay is forced. So it, they, they're notified right after the test is positive. And mm-hmm. this is when the barangay actually makes an on-site visit to the household. What do they do? So they just give you a free test, but now they go to your house. Ah, no. See, but here's the, positive people. Yeah, but here's the here's the different thing. So this is the this is what they mean when they want mass testing. The people keep clamoring for mass testing. They just want they just want the government to just go and test everyone on the spot. But that overloads the mm. government. But the government also That's difficult. Yeah, it's difficult. But the government also admits that. If I do receive a, a a a test which is positive, and it comes from a household, we do need to make an on-site visit to that household. But okay. just for that set of people,
1: yeah,
0: because it would be too much. Uh, I, I guess it's too much trouble to go, especially if you go if you live in like a squatters area. It's I, a logistical nightmare. Yeah, it's 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 horrible. Oh. It but is. they do.
1: It is kind of hard. So that's
0: what I mean Like when I sympathize with the yeah. government because I can't imagine trying to manage that situation. Or I can't imagine it. It's well. horrible.
1: Especially to the frontliners
0: who's yeah.
1: over-fatigued maybe and yeah. really tired and losing hope. So, yeah. Hang in there. So anyway,
0: yeah, sorry, like, pray for frontliners. Don- donate to yes. your frontliners if you can. If you're in a They're financial position to do that. But, but let me finish mm. the, the worst COVID yep, experience. Yep. Like, not only did I feel that, I, I, I think it's a more personal thing because I felt like, <clears throat> like all of my insecurities for the past five months, like all of the weight came crashing on my mind at the same time because mm. this was the first day that I wasn't in a daze. So of course, you're like, um, your
1: mind's clearing up.
0: Yeah, your mind's clearing up because you're so dizzy from all the sick you're being. <laughs> so you're too sick to think.
1: From all the dying. <laughs> from
0: all the dying. You're too sick to think. But now that I was fine, I can think. And mm. I'm in a bad spot. So, and here's the thing. This is where it gets more personal. I'm in a bad spot because I was, I was putting myself in a position I wanted to work for the university where we graduated from MeG.
1: Yeah, yeah, you mentioned
0: And they that to wanted me. to yeah. work for me, and they wanted me to work for them too, because I've, I've, I've been adding value to the school. like no, no, I, I don't get benefit from it. I'm a student leader. And that's exactly mm-hmm. why we work. We want to add value to the community without getting yeah. paid. And I've been adding value to the school since first year. So I've been doing it for five years. I've created organizations in the school, built them up from nothing. I've organized mm-hmm. activities to help the students, initiatives to improve English speaking skills, interview, uh, passing skills. And it 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 felt like a sure shot. And the only thing I got from the from the administration was like they're they're constantly evaluating but my department chair and the other department chair, I had two depa- department chairs backing me to get in, and they wanted me to be in. They were looking forward to m- me being on the team, but I can't be hired because of the hiring freeze. The virus. And I, and I understand that completely. If I was them, I wouldn't hire anyone either. It's not their fault. Like, Why would I put on the additional load to my, to my staff if I need, if I might even need to lay off people in six months, it it's not it's not a good financial decision. So so I understand, but the what it just makes me feel stupid because I turned down like two or three better job opportunities already at that point. Yeah, like in the first so two that months, that made you. That made you It made me feel so stupid. So not only it triggers did I, the
1: depressive tendencies.
0: Yeah, and, and it's also because here's the difference between when you're a student and when you're working or you're supposed to be working. See, I also t- I also go in my video. I also tell people in my video your productivity, not all productivity generates income. So my productivity as a student leader, it generates value because I'm giving to the community. The value is free. I mean, the, the learnings are eternal. Okay, the, the, the learning that's given to the students, it's something they apply to their life. It's something that helps them. But you can't, you can't compute that. right? But the point is, I'm not getting paid. And here's the thing. I wasn't unproductive for the whole five months. But I realized... You're still
1: giving out value.
0: Yes. yes, I'm adding value. I In those five months, I was elected president of my club. The first two mm-hmm. months was dedicated to creating uh, PPEs for the frontliners. The, the next month was dedicated to training new debaters, creating an infrastructure and yeah. in debate. The next month, yeah. I get elected as the president. The next month, I was already creating new systems in my club to make us one of the best clubs in the Philippines. So I wasn't unproductive. I was never unproductive. But what made me depressed was that I didn't have any income. And the, this is the difference between when you're a student and when you're working money matters because money yeah. speaks. Yeah. It becomes a limit to my productivity. See, and I just want, I still want to be more productive, but I realize it's a limit to my productivity when I don't have income. And sometimes it becomes the measurement of your productivity. And I would say, actually, yes, that's the thing I was getting to. Yeah. When you start working, the measurement of the quality of your productivity is in how much you earn. Yes. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't stop volunteering. Your time because that's how you train yourself to become a better speaker. I mean, I don't speak this like, yes, I speak, I've been speaking English since I was a kid, just like you, because of Cartoon Network. But you don't <laughs> train communication skills. Lots of people know how to speak English, but no one knows how to communicate well. So and I it's wouldn't the way have
1: think quickly,
0: yeah, as well. So I wouldn't have these thinking skills if I was in a debate. I wouldn't have these thinking skills. I, I wouldn't have these speaking skills and communicating skills if I wasn't in Toastmasters. So you True. do need to invest time in yourself. But at the same time, honest to God, you need money. You need money.
1: Especially when you already graduated and you're already an adult. Yeah.
0: And and here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing that. even more. Mm-hmm. I realized that Those five months could have been spent doing something that made money. Like Uh I'm not saying that I regret the value that I already Mm -hmm. added. But if I did have that value but also was more productive with my time, used my time more efficiently, and actually thought about and focused on making money, I would have already made money. But now I don't have any money. It makes me <laughs> sad. <laughs> so let's go back
1: to after you already recovered from the depression, or no, not yeah. the depression, but so, the depressive tendencies.
0: I, I would say I was actually fine. So after the six hours, no, it was, it was, uh, it was seven hours. I did sleep, <laughs> I only slept for three hours. But th- that's the funny yeah. thing about my body. Sometimes I'm good on three hours. Yeah, yeah, true. But, but here's the thing. So like, I, I woke up the next day, so I, I was depressed. So I felt sorry for everyone. I felt sorry for myself. I don't have income. I'm unemployed. I'm every unsuccessful person. I'm a bum. I'm the worst person I could be. But I have all these skills. But why do I have no income? So to an extent, yes. Like how useful you are. Some, some of it does depend on how much income you bring. That's
1: this is a very good topic for uh, another episode next podcast, but, actually. But, but just but in here's summary, the thing.
0: uh, yeah, what, what do you call it? The next morning, I'm actually not done, I'm sorry. The next morning, it's I had right. a very spiritual experience,
1: mm.
0: and I just woke up and I started crying. Like, I started, I just started crying. But it wasn't a—it wasn't a kind of sad crying. It was like relief. something. It was both relief and thankfulness that I was—I'm not dead. Hmm. I was—I was. I was so you're
1: out of the woods, already. I
0: was—I was—I was sympathetic to all the people who are struggling, and it made me feel even worse again that I don't have income to help them. Yeah, and that's, that's the worst. And it, and that's the thing. That's, that's why the money. You need money to make the world go round. And so, if you don't have money, you feel helpless. You feel helpless. And you feel useless. So, so sometimes At the, the person that you want to help isn't yourself. Maybe you're in a good spot. Maybe mm. you're well provided for. Maybe you have a roof over your head and you can eat for free. But then sometimes when you have the desire to help, but then you can't, you just feel so bad. And your hands are tied. Your hands are tied because you have yeah. no income. And I thought about it and I'm, I'm going to release, a I am going to release a, a game next month. Mm. Or like hopefully, if, if the timeline is right, we'll, we'll, we'll get it out by the end of next month. And it got me thinking, if I started this when COVID started, <laughs> I'd, I'd already have money.
1: Yeah, is it
0: an app? It's no, we're making a game. And we're getting okay. my my and I'm getting my brother on it too cuz I don't know how to draw fruits. So okay. we, We'll learn oh, about I'm it a right. lot more later. But yeah. anyway, so we're running. So I apologize to the viewers earlier that heard that we we're on the last 10 minutes. We've just extended <laughs> 40 minutes. Right. So We still hope that you enjoyed a lot I think we had a more productive discussion towards the end than at the start. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I can fix that in post. <laughs> and just a reminder, maybe it would, maybe for one of our next episodes, you'd like to listen to, maybe uh, tell us if, the, if you'd like to hear uh, the experience of a registered nurse who was taking care of five COVID patients. So I
1: would love that. Yeah, I would love so that
0: perspective. Really? we, we, we we might be able to get my brother on again if he's uh, mm-hmm. if he's free. So yeah, again and for, also for yeah sorry sure. yeah.
1: for all those listeners who want to share their own experience or if you have been infected by COVID
0: or your family members
1: world, or family members anyone who wants to share their experience you can comment. Uh, on all our social media platforms or you can leave us a voice message just visit our anchor site click the message button and record your message for us maybe we will feature you in our next episode and we genuinely love to hear other perspectives as well
0: all right thank you Meg so not everyone's familiar with anchor so anchor Hmm. is related to Spotify but if you're not yeah, so familiar with Anchor, list. you can find our podcast. You can already find it on Spotify. You can also uh, find it on anchor.com. So just tr- yeah. search us there. We're also on Thanks Facebook. Down
1: below.
0: We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and whatever social media site. Just maybe not Twitter, unfortunately.
1: Maybe yeah. we'll get there.
0: Maybe we're not. Not so, so big. On we'll see. Anyway, <laughs> it's been a productive evening. And thank you for listening, everyone. If you have anything that you'd like to share with us, if you learned something, if you want to be featured, leave us a voice message at anchor.com. And let's have fun. Let's learn together. Yes. You can
1: also email us uh, at ask.kepodcast. Am I saying it right? Yep. Ask.K podcast at gmail.com. You yeah. can also contact us there. And because we're new, we might have a chance to respond to all of the messages that you see. You're sending us, so please keep them coming.
0: Yeah. So we hope everyone learned something from my personal sharing of my COVID experience. Uh, honestly, it's What's really.
1: Thank God you're still alive. Yeah,
0: thank God. And I, I know I, we, we're, we're a lot more connected with the family. We're more connected mm-hmm. with, with our spirituality, and I've just, and like that mindset of wanting to be better, coupled mm-hmm. with the right tools. I've, I've, li- I've been listening to the Four Hour Work Week, just for two hours per day, just in the past two days. And I think I've increased my productivity by a thousand percent. In the last week, I've remodeled the living room, two bedrooms, and like I'm halfway done with the front garden. Everything's like being rearranged, everything looks neat. A lot of times, and here's the last insight, viewers a lot of times we neglect how much we can influence our environment. But the thing to remember is, we don't rise to the level of our goals. Everyone wants to be rich. Everyone wants to be a millionaire. But we fall to the level of our systems. And your environment is the system of your mind. So right now, my room is a bit messy. But it's, I've been cleaning it. I've been organizing it. Here's the thing. Everything gets worse before it gets better. So I've been cleaning it and it will be clean in a week. And my room will be pristine, the best version of it. So we hope...
1: Watch out for it, okay?
0: Yeah. We hope that you (laughs) all... Be held
1: accountable for it.
0: We hope (laughs) that you also become the best version of yourself
1: through listening
0: to this podcast. Hopefully, we help. Again, if you like this podcast, subscribe, like. Probably if you've already gotten to this point, you've already done that. So thank you and Thank again you so much if you don't like it well move to another podcast <laughs> sorry <laughs> if you do like it we really appreciate the support and be part of the community so right now it's just me and Meg working on this podcast so mm-hmm. we're not opening a group yet on Facebook but, but i know like. that, i know that we're looking to so if we can see the clamor, like people want to have open-ended discussions as a community, uh, we're looking to open that Facebook page when the time is right. But for now, continue to send us emails, continue to send us voice messages, and we really love hearing from all of you guys.
1: We, so, do, we, do, we do. Thank you,
0: everyone, for listening to this podcast. And once again, this is Miko from Miko in the Philippines. And
1: this is Megan. In Australia, telling you guys, life is really short. It's really magical. So please enjoy every moment of it.
0: This has been the third episode of the Kinda Everywhere podcast. We're sorry if it, it got a bit more serious than you're usually used to. but I'm
1: not. It's good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the, the theme, the topic is a bit more serious. We're not serious at all, but the topic definitely is. So, we were kind of everywhere again in this podcast. So, thank you for listening. And we don't hold it against you if you click off in the middle of this video. But for now, we'll see you. (laughs) But for now, we'll see you all in two weeks. So, bye.